You're listening to Mortgage 101, your guide to home ownership with Clinton Wilkins and myself, Todd Vino. In this segment, we take listener questions with special guest Chris Turcott with Centum Financial Group. We get into advice for getting a mortgage as a single income earner, mobile homes. The state of the housing market across this country. And how to navigate your rate options. Clinton Wilkins is in the house and uh, he's brought along his entourage. And among the entourage is Chris Turcott, who's president of Centum Financial Group. Chris, hello. Good to see you again. Yes, indeed. Thanks, uh, thanks for coming on our show. Yeah, it's indeed. Thanks for coming on. And I do have some email questions. Uh, so I'll just read one of these ones. It uh, says, I want to see about buying a small mobile home as I want to get away from renting. But although I have a good income, I've heard it's next to impossible to get mortgages or loans as a single income earner. Any truth to that? And should I wait until the housing market cools more? Uh, I think like I'll speak to this one. Okay. We are not in the ha- in the mobile home financing business. Personally, I would recommend you going to you know seek advice at a local credit union or maybe Royal Bank. Uh, you know, I think for us, like we are very, uh, we like to stay in our lane. I love to do mortgages for every, you know, everybody, but I can't do every single transaction. And mobile homes are just outside of the scope of lenders that we do business with. Okay. And actually, the thing I'd add there is, um, you know, where I was from originally, did a lot of them. So uh, for the, for the person asking the question, it's not just about the rate. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. the um, the economics of the rate right now. Also, with mobile homes, uh, there's a calculation for the economic life of a mobile That's right, home. Yeah. So it's actually um, g- the general rule of thumb is 40 years minus the age of the mobile home in most in most credit union uh, handbooks. Mm-hmm. So if you've got an older mobile home, even though the price is lower, you might actually have very limited years to pay that off. So to Clinton's point, best to go to a lender. And that's what I love about an unbiased mortgage professional. He could, he could have tried to do it, but no, it's in the best interest of the consumer. Mm-hmm. Go to a credit union an, that's going to walk you through that. Yeah, I'm yeah, not right. an expert in mobile homes, so right. I won't even venture, but I know credit unions for sure. And I'd also try Royal Bank. Like, I think those are kind of the lenders that I would try first, okay. for sure. Uh, before we uh, carry on with questions, Chris, mm-hmm. so we were going to do this a bit of a market update, a, a snapshot of what the country looks like uh, what to, what can you tell us? We know that here in Halifax, we know what's going on with the market. What are what are other areas looking like? Yeah, and, you know it's a great question, and, and it's super interesting based on where we are in the country. So, like through the prairies, we were speaking before we went on. I'm originally a prairie boy from Manitoba, so you know Saskatchewan and uh, Manitoba not necessarily as impacted. Yes, it's more expensive, but people mm-hmm. are not getting blocked out of home ownership as a result of higher rates. And I think the prairies are much more similar to Halifax. Hundred percent. If you've got if you've got a two if you've got a two family household income, um, you're, you have that payments going up mm-hmm. substantially that it would have been maybe two years ago. But it's not stopping you from the dream of home ownership mm-hmm. in the Toronto's and the Vancouver's where you couldn't find a home for under one point five million. Mm-hmm. It's unrealistic that at today's rates, you need a household income of $450,000. It's not real life. So because of that, the dream of homeownership has been on hold for a lot of people in those bigger centers. As a result, you've seen prices come down, but Mm -hmm. not as much as you'd figure they would, Mm -hmm. given the fact that a one or two year fixed right now you're, 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 you're nearing 7%. It just, So, So why do you think it's not as much as they should? I think there's a there's there's a variety of reasons. I think I think um, like are just sellers holding on. They're not that desperate yet to sell if mm-hmm. they're looking to you know do a transaction. Yeah, well, and, it's still still a, a seller's pl- market. Plus, in a lot of and places. plus, they need a place to live. And after they sell, they still need to go to live somewhere. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, right. that, I think that's a bit of a challenge. It's a supply. Uh, I think it's a supply issue as well. Yeah, and I think. Th- Unfortunately, you know, not to be doom and gloom, but I think that checks in the mail. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got 60% of mortgages coming up for renewal in the next 
three years. Yeah, we just had Brenna on and she said like four million mortgages or something that are coming up even like between now and next year, mm-hmm. which is just a huge, huge number. So especially in those big centers, imagine you you might have bought or renewed when your interest rate was like one and a half percent. And now, yes, we know that the mortgage charter you guys had, had spoke about is potentially coming for relief, but that's not going to change the fact that yeah. you have to you have the to be able to pay the high. payments at six yeah. percent. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you're four or five x the interest cost, mm-hmm. I think that's when you're going to start to see the, the the dramatic price increase because people are going to have no choice but to sell. Mm-hmm. When you've got to figure out how you're going to make your basic mortgage payment. Mm-hmm. That's when things are and, unfortunately going to And get I don't think we're there, Todd. No. You know, I'm not, I'm seeing people coming up for renewal. Yes, they're in hard shape. And yes, we are extending their amortizations in some cases, but we're not seeing people in Halifax needing to sell because their mortgage is coming up for renewal and the rate is too high. But I think that certainly is happening in Toronto and Vancouver. Chris, I don't know. Have you been hearing those type of situations? There, there's a lot more pro bono counseling in the broker mm. community there because mm. that is the question on the back of, in, in, at the forefront of everyone's mind. I'm okay right now, but if this situation doesn't improve, what's my renewal going to look like in a year and a half? Right. And should we consider selling? Should we consider downsizing? So it's getting really interesting. Todd, to answer your question there on the on the last kind of like mm-hmm. province, what's always interesting is Alberta. You know, Alberta Alberta's a cycle, right? Oil's good. Everyone mm-hmm. buys a dually truck with a you know twelve hundred dollar yeah. payment, yeah. and everyone's rich. And uh, you know when when oil's down, it, it's 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 know, a, it's the worst of times. It's mm-hmm. the worst of times. Mm-hmm. And right now, oil's up. So what's really interesting is the Alberta um, community really has this like nice little like force field around it, where the 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 real estate economy is like really really strong right now. So there's some economic impact that's unique to that province in particular, where it's actually seeing growth year over year, which mm-hmm. is fantastic to see. So it's yeah. it's it's a mixed bag by the sound of it. Hundred percent. Yeah. Via email, Mark asks this: says our mortgage will come up for renewal before long, mm-hmm. given the financial times we find ourselves in. Is it prudent to try to negotiate with our financial institute or is it wishful thinking? And the question goes on to say, also, how much power does our government have in pleading with big banks to help Canadians as it pertains to mortgage rates? So so I think I'll t- I can take this one on. Okay. Uh, you can certainly ask your lender for you know a better price. I think that's always great. But what we talked about with Brenna was even switching from lender to lender to get a better rate and term for you. And I think everybody's situation is different. I can tell you we're certainly seeing an uptick in customers wanting to take a variable rate mortgage product right now if they can qualify. Because really that perception is the rates are going to be lower in the coming months and years. You know, I think traditionally Canadians take a five year and 60% of Canadians have had a five year term. And that certainly has been a major shift over the last period of time. I would say the most popular products we're seeing right now are like a three-year fix. People are kind of waiting and seeing and hoping that the rates are going to be lower in a couple of years. Um, But I think the people that can qualify and have a little bit of more risk tolerance, variable rate mortgages are certainly more popular than they were even six months ago. Okay. I, I think what I'd throw in there for Mark is uh, he he said something interesting where he was like, "Do you think the government's going to help?" Mm-hmm. We we got to remember we got to remember that it was it was Tiff Macklem himself in July of 2020. The rates are going to be low for the, the you know, exactly for the rates are, rates are going to be low for a very long time. So if you're renewing or you're about to get into the market, don't worry, rates are going to be real low for a long time, mm-hmm. and rates have gone up five five percent. Right. So mm-hmm. you know, you know, Mark saying, is the government going to do something? Yes, but as we're seeing with the mortgage charter, they are strictly reactionary. Mm-hmm. So my advice from you know, I'm not in the market, I'm not doing mortgages. It's a simple thought. Yeah, you can go to your bank and hope that they get their best. 
Or you could go to an unbiased professional that plays with every bank. And I just mm-hmm. think in this market, it's more critical than ever now that you have somebody unbiased that's going to give you all of your options. Right. It's more critical than ever. It's not okay. just about rate right now. You got to you got to you got to plan for the okay. years ahead. Stu, hello. Hey Todd, how are you making out? Doing well. Go ahead with your question. Uh, so my renewal with Scotia Bank is coming up in October of 2024. Okay. Uh, right now we're currently at 2.3 not looking to pay any more than what we're paying now, how would you go about asking your bank for an extension on your current rate? Is that possible? No, you are you're out of luck. Um, and some lenders have been in the pricing game and some lenders have been out, out of the pricing game. What I'd recommend in your specific scenario is you need to start having a conversation with an unbiased mortgage professional 120 days before your renewal date. Not all lenders are the same right now for pricing. So you're not going to get 2.3%, but you might get better than what your current lender is offering you, specifically in a situation if we can do something called an insurable transfer. So that would be leaving your existing lender and transferring to another financial institution. I think leveraging you as a new customer, uh, you'll be able to get better pricing. You're not going to get 2.3 and they're not going to extend your term. But I think that you'll be able to get better than what your bank branch will offer you. So certainly figure out what that 120-day period is prior to the renewal date. If it's October, you're looking at a date in June. And I think setting up an appointment with an unbiased mortgage professional, and they're going to give you some advice. Teamclinton.ca is where they'll find you, right? Teamclinton.ca, you can find out all the information there on our site. And I would say June is going to be the time that you're going to want to connect. Give them a call, Stu. Get a hold of them. They'll be happy to help you out. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. All right. Take care. We have a lot of listeners that will reach out to me yeah. just for a little piece of advice. And we are here to educate Absolutely. people. And I've tell, I can tell you, I've told so many consumers, you know what? It doesn't make sense for me to do a transaction. You need to go back to your lender mm-hmm. and do this for one year and then come back to right. me. You know, we're really in that advice business. And this business is about sustainability. Over 60% of the customers that we deal with every day in our office are repeat and referral from repeat. So I think that speaks just to the quality and the advice that we're able to give. If you've liked what you've heard and you want to learn more, feel free to visit us online at teamclinton.ca.